Hey, this is Jonathan Pereira from Plant Chicago. You're listening to 1590 WCGO, Chicago's Smart Talk. The Mike Novak Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Live from a cul-de-sac somewhere in Evanston, Illinois, it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. After 20 years, still Chicago's only deep green gardening and environment program. Heard every Saturday morning on 1590 WCGO. Chicago's Smart Talk. Good planets hard to find. Temperate zones and tropic climes. And true currents and thriving seas. Wind blowing through breathing trees. Strong ozone and safe sunshine will... Good planets are hard to find. Good planets are in the main. Clean beaches. He's gone deaf from 20 years of answering gardening questions. And she. Uh, here they are Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. What? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. We can't hear Mike. Is your mic on? Uh, now, okay. Hello. I can't hear me either. Uh, you, you can't hear yourself? I can't hear me. What if I just... Hello, hello. You, what if I just turn on all the mics like that? There we you, go. Can you hear yourself now? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little better. There we go. I can definitely hear you, so that's good. I can hear the hum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can hear... I wonder if any... Can anybody hear us out on the stream, too? Hum. 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 The Mazda goes hum. That's an old, old oh, commercial. Yeah. Do now you remember that's that? That's going to go through my head now. Before my time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm younger than that. <laughs> Everybody in the studio is younger than me, believe me. Okay. Welcome. And uh, the old jokes are the best, and so are the old commercials, as they say. Those gals, there's, there, I'm, I'm surrounded by beautiful women here in the studio. Uh, and that's because, in addition to Peggy Malecki, we have the Seed Keeper gals here. Carol and Carrie, and um, in the first segment to second segment, because this is the first segment. That's how that works. I don't think of this as the first segment, I, or yeah, I think of the first segment as the next one when we actually have a guest. This is like the tease, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, they will be here to be talking about the the Seed Keeper Company and the Seed Keeper Project, which it's still going on, right? You yep. bet. Mm-hmm. How much longer? One more week. Okay, so. We can get folks involved in that uh, somehow if, if they're interested. So uh, stick around, and we hope that folks are out there tweeting and Facebooking because you guys are supposed to be – did you get me 100 new uh, followers on Twitter? Working on it. We are working on it. <laughs> I, I, I saw one yesterday. <laughs> so we're still, we're still working on it because, you know, if you, you've got 10,000 followers, so you should be able to snap your fingers just like that and get me 100 – more followers I'll on take Twitter. at least 10. We're, We're put, tweeting live right now. All right, right. Yes. Peggy would like a few, too. So we'll, send, we'll, we'll put the word out. Send and a we, few to Natural Awakening Chicago. You bet. And we will be Facebooking live at 1015, despite whatever Facebook decided to post is not what I wrote. So What? <laughs> what, what happened there? Oh, good. Now I can finally edit it. So we will be doing Facebook Live with the Seed Keepers at, at 1015. Okay, cool. Yeah, so those of you who are listening and want to see us live on Facebook, and did you post that live on Facebook so people on Facebook know that that's going to happen? Yeah, except that's not what Facebook decided to write. <laughs> that's just weird. Okay, I don't trust them anyway. I don't trust any of the social media. I do not. And then uh, at this, in the third segment, which I consider the second segment, Never mind. Uh, folks from the One Earth Film Festival, Gwendolyn Cates, director of The Good Mind, will be here, and Catherine Zimmerman, uh, via phone, uh, they will be here. Catherine Zimmerman, director of Hometown Habitat, Stories of Bringing Nature Home. She worked with Doug Tallamy, who's been on this very program several times. Um, and the One Earth Film Festival is coming up next week. It starts March 3rd. And it's all over the place. Uh, it really is. So you, what you want to do is go to oneearthfilmfest.org, and you can find the various locales and the different films. There are 31 and 47 screening events. So uh, stick around. That's all coming up on the Mike Novak Show. 
Hey, this Tuesday, it's your last chance to participate in the Great Lakes Bioneer Speaker Series 2017. Oh, no! Yeah, last one. It's at McHenry County College in Crystal Lake. This Tuesday, February 28th, Shalini Gupta speaks on building the social justice narrative on our environmental crisis. Shalini Gupta is the co-founder and executive director of the Center for Earth, Energy, and Democracy, otherwise known as CEED, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ms. Gupta's work is focused on forging solutions to our environmental crises that are grounded in economic and social history. She's worked with a range of organizations, from local grassroots groups to international organizations engaged in the promotion of sound environmental policy, environmental justice, and sustainable policies at both the community and national levels. This event's at 7 p.m. in the Luke Conference Center on the McHenry County College campus. So for more information and to find out what time and everything else on Tuesday, call 815-479-7765 or visit mchenry.edu slash green. Now, what event, it's a, a quiz, what event features 31 films and 47 screening events at 39 venues throughout the Chicago area and might actually help save our planet? What is it? It's the 6th Annual One Earth the One Earth Film Festival. I have One Earth Festival. It's One Earth Film Festival. Helping people understand climate change, sustainability, and the power of human involvement. And for the first year, it runs for two weeks from March 3rd to March 12th. We'll be talking about it later on the show, but for more information, go to oneearthfilmfest.org. I left out the word festival when I wrote that. That's the that's why that happened. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Stick around. Lots more to come. If you live in the upper Midwest and you're already jonesing to plant stuff, you need to get your hands on a grow light from Happy Leaf LED. At 18 inches, it's small but mighty. You can start three conventionally sized flats of seeds in a roughly three by two foot area. You can even grow plants that flower and produce fruit. How does Happy Leaf do it? The light is tuned for all plant growth, including flowering plants. You name it, this USA-made LED light can grow it. Your indoor garden will be limited only by your imagination. It's already won the 2017 Direct Gardening Association Green Thumb Award. With the Happy Leaf LED, there's no reason you can't have your own delicious, fresh, leafy greens year-round. Not to mention all of the herbs you need for any recipe. Find out more about the Happy Leaf LED light at happyleafled.com or call 815-414-2209. Happy Leaf, it's about the light. Hi, I'm Peggy, and I publish Natural Awakenings Magazine. And for seven years, we've been helping Chicagoans to lead healthier, happier lives. Each month, our readers enjoy new information about integrative health and wellness, local foods, raising healthy kids and pets, helping our environment, and living a more sustainable life. Get your free copy of Natural Awakenings in more than 1,100 locations throughout city and suburbs, or visit us at nachicago.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. Looking for a housing investment that can pay big dividends? Remodel your kitchen or bathroom. You'll freshen up your home and add value to it, too. Trust DR Services Unlimited, 847-998-1687 for all your remodeling needs. Kitchens, bathrooms, master suites, and more. Rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau and recommended on Angie's List. DR is a proud member of NARI. DR provides exceptional quality at a fair price. Contact DR at 847-998-1687 or at RestoreTheNorthShore.com. This is Sports Director Kevin Burgess. Make sure you catch my sports report every day from 5 to 7 p.m. on French and Friends, sponsored by 1090 Brewing. I didn't come here looking for Jesus. I brought him along with me. Well, didn't it rain? It's gonna send the water from Zion. It's gonna rain this heaven up It's gonna rain, rain, rain. Well, it's yeah. gonna rain. You gotta like that. It's not raining today, though. It's snowing. So <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're a little early. That was last. Uh, that was like two days ago. And hail, uh, my buddy uh, Dan Costa um, wrote to me this morning. Said he had inch hail that came down at uh, one a.m. out in Hinsdale at uh, Vern Goer's wow. greenhouse. Uh, and uh, I hope it didn't do any. Of course, it's too early to have the plants out. Thank goodness. So I'm sure. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think it did any damage. He didn't mention that. So, but I didn't. I I slipped right through it. I didn't see any of that stuff. I didn't even hear it. It was uh, all gone by the time I got up. All right, we're Facebook and live. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Go to Facebook and you can see us streaming live right now. Um, and in the studio, I have Carrie Rosenthal and Carol Nice. And that's how you pronounce it, right? As in Nice. nice. Not, yes. Yeah. Okay, it's not Niek or anything like no, that. No, and I'm I gonna, get a lot of Nice. I get a lot of Nieks. I get a nice every you now the and boots then. Here too. <laughs> Do you get a nice? Yeah, yes. that would work. Nice. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And they are the Seed Keeper gals. Uh, you got to explain to folks. Well, uh, get the Seed Keeper company bag here. Bring it right over here. See, this is how you do this. No, 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 no. You don't even have to open that. No, just hold the bag up with the logo. With the logo. And the website. www.seedkeepercompany.com. Now we can go into the bag because. Big reveal. This is the Seed Keeper Deluxe. Uh, and this is everything you need to keep your seeds organized. How many pieces of tape are on this? Quite a few. <laughs> There's so many goodies inside. Uh, and then you do this, all right, and then that, and then boom, you can do it alphabetically. I love the fact that we have visual aids. It's almost like being mm-hmm. on one of those early morning TV shows. Okay, and we'll show you. You can organize your seeds according to alphabetizing them. And uh, and then you've got other stuff. Uh, your your ruler. Everybody must have a ruler and your your sticks, so you can label your sticks, and your toothbrush, so you can brush your teeth. <laughs> See, it's right in there. I don't know if you really. That's not a toothbrush. No, no, those are for nails. That's, but there's what did I plant labels in there, which are really they stick and stay stuck to your and, seed tray. But you have toothpicks too. So if yes. you got a toothbrush and toothpicks, you can really do a good job here. You can't, right? Uh, and <laughs> all right, and explain what this is. That is a burlap girdle. That is a unique burlap girdle. Girdle. Do not wear that. It's scratchy. (laughs) But it is a unique soft-growing container, and it is comprised of two components, a commercial-grade grow bag that's BPA-free, and it's cornstarch-based, and it is ultimately compostable. We love that part. How how many many uses do you think you're going to get out of it? About four years. Really? Good uses, right. So you you just fill it up with dirt. Soil, yes, good so, soil. I'm, I'm sorry, soil. Dirt, holy. I fill it up with We say dirt. We say dirt. Fill it up with great dirt, and it, you're ready to grow. And they come in one, five, and ten gallon sizes, and they are phenomenal for lining hanging baskets. They retain moisture, and they keep your soil in there, and it doesn't wash through. Like ah, so far. you don't necessarily, wait, you wouldn't just hang that. You put one. it in no, you, a hanging basket. You use it to line your hanging basket like you would use that other stuff. Uh-huh. That, oh, it, that, what other? You mean like the like core? The, the core, yes. or which nobody knows how to pronounce. Choir. But we, you know, it works We've a lot better. Ben. And you know what? It's fancy looking. Ben it ran away. Burlap. <laughs> is he saw the cheap. girdle and he ducked out of the room. I have no idea. Wait, I'm going to open this up so yeah. people can see it. Is that all right? Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Our Ooh. ten gallon size is the size that we use to so line the baskets. For people who are listening just on the radio, isn't this fascinating? <laughs> Uh, that means they need to be watching us on Facebook Live right now. No, you don't. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's there's the girdle. So it the, makes a good hat, what size too. Was, you're right. That's, That's a, a one-gallon. One okay. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. how you're supposed to use it. So exactly. tweet that. <laughs> tweet that, baby. That's right. King Mike. <laughs> That's, well... We've got another king in the country too. Why? There's there, there's room for many many kings in the United States of America. You could wear that for Mardi Gras, you know. Um, it probably could. Although <laughs> I didn't bring in any punch keys, so. <gasps> and neither did you, I notice. So uh, this is what they do. This is what the the Seed Keeper Company does. It, it helps you organize uh, your gardening, you know, around the house, especially your seeds. But with the girdles, uh, what other products do you have? And you're not just all products. We'll get to the Seed Keeper Project in a second. but Well, we have a lot of different things. We have many things online at www.seedkeepercompany.com, but we also go on the road. So we do shows at various places. We have one coming up. Carol's going to talk about it a little bit later. But we have lots of different things there in our booth. We like to call ourselves a seed starting and growing emporium. 
Mm. <laughs> and where is that we're going to be, Carol? We're going to be at the Chicago Flower and Garden Show, which well, starts March 18th to the 26th. I've seen you there before, yes. And I think we're going to see you there, too. I believe you are going to. Hey there, Ben. Uh, I believe you will see us there. Um, we are broadcasting live the Mike Novak Show on Saturday, March 25th, 10 a.m. to noon, from the Chicago Flower and Garden Show. Um, and uh, maybe you'll see us there. Uh, I'm also doing a talk on the 20th um, of, uh, of uh, March, which is Monday at 1230. And it's called Everything You Know About Gardening is Wrong. Great. And I'm going to. Perfect. And I'm going <laughs> 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 to debunk a few myths. Uh, I, I, I don't even have the full title in front of me. I, I wish I did. Uh, when I find it, I will. I will let folks know. But uh, that's because the title. The title goes on forever. I'm trying to see if I've got it here, easily pulled up. Nope, of course not. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's the 20th. So the and flower and garden show coming up quickly. That opens on the 18th mm-hmm. of March. And while we're, we're talking about it, I want to mention also that Peggy and I will be taking the show. So for two straight weeks, we're on the road. Uh, the first week, the 18th, broadcasting from the Good Food Festival at the UIC Forum. Uh, after that, it will be um, the Flower and Garden Show on the 25th. So, uh, and you are you guys going to have a booth there? Is that what you're doing? Yes, we are. Our booth is 237. We encourage everybody to come and see us. We've got all sorts of goodies. 237. Stop by. Booth 237. All right, tell me about the Seed Keeper Project. That's still going on right now, and what is it? Who wants to explain? Well, the Seed Keeper Project is our vision, our dream. When we started our company, we promised that we would give back. And on the first anniversary, we started the Seed Keeper Project. (coughs) Excuse me. After we learned of a school on the south side, Metro Curie High School, and a garden that they grew, and we were really inspired by it. And we said, hey, those teachers and students are working so hard. Let's send them a seed keeper. And then we went, that's it. School gardens are really important. We're going to recognize them. So what we do is every year we recognize a school garden in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. And the District of Columbia. Yes, and we are now in our seventh year. So at the, we're, the Why not fi- Puerto Rico? Well, you know what? We may expand to those places okay. later, but, you know, it's, it's something to consider. Guam, if they'll have us. <laughs> yes. So uh, for, for five weeks each year, starting in late January and early February, we put up 10 states a week, and we allow people on social media to nominate a school garden from their state. So next week is week five. We have one week left. So by the time it's all over, we will have recognized more than 350 school gardens at the end of next week. On my birthday! Really? It's always good to do stuff on your birthday. Yes. We, so. we broadcast this show on my birthday on the 21st of January. It well, was, wonderful. And see how it works. And I marched on that same day. <laughs> and wow. we did, too. So that was, that was a great day, uh, a great was. way to celebrate a, a birthday. Yeah. So, so uh, what do the schools have to do to get involved and or win a prize? Well, the way it works is we put up the 10 states in alphabetical order, and we ask everyone to come to our Facebook page, which is the Seed Keeper Company, and under that post where you see the 10 states, list the school according to those states, whichever school. We take any kind of school, private, uh, public, homeschool, uh, any K-12 through type of school, and uh, nominate them at the end of the week on Friday night. We go through all our nominations, and if we have duplicates, we'll use random.org to pick the uh, winning school for that state. And then over the weekend... How, how does that work? How, I use a website to pick... Yes. I've never that, even heard of it. Right. You, you have, Becky? I use random.org for all our contests, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of it. It's fabulous. Yeah. I, I I just give out according to who I like and who I don't like. That's how people win stuff. <laughs> That's on my why show. we use random.org. <laughs> we're, we're democratic. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's so passe. That is that is so twentieth century in America. Okay, we're green there. Okay, that's better. Yes. So so then folks nominate, and then over the weekend we announce the winners for that week, and then the following Monday, which will be this Monday, is starting the last week of the Seed Keeper Project. So we want everybody involved, and uh, and then we hand out. You know which states uh, are going up this well, week? Well, last date was New. New Hampshire. Oh, so, so you're going just it's right alphabetical. down the line. Yeah. So whatever states come after New Hampshire, you're up. New Mexico. Nope, that comes. No, that was already done. Wait, wait, but I'll find it. We have to M find is after H. What was the last one? Because there's New York after New Hampshire. 
and New Mexico. L-M-N-O. Ohio, Oklahoma. We went off yeah. to Pennsylvania and Seattle. Rhode Island. Rhode Island was the last state. <laughs> So whatever states Whatever's come after, after Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Sacramento comes yes. up next. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's a state, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Took me a while. Uh, <laughs> so, so they just go to the website and they apply and then – They um, put their school mm-hmm. under comments. So it doesn't matter whether you're any good or not it, because it's random.org is going to handle that. Well, we it. would like a school garden. So we, we supply wonderful garden awards, a seed keeper home farmer mm-hmm. to keep all their seeds in organized and they get seeds of the month club from mike the gardener and they also get a gardenpedia book from maria zampini cool. and pamela bennett and this year we're excited to say that corona tools has joined us and sponsoring and also giving us a so they give wonderful out a, a snips. tool yes mm-hmm. they are the snips snips yes Garden and snips. some behind and a lot of behind the yeah. scenes uh support so here's the cool thing about school gardens that yeah. a lot of people maybe don't know yes. is school gardens increase attendance at school, they increase test scores, they engage students, and especially students that have different learning styles. So they're far more important than, you know, a lot of people say, you know, it's easy to connect math and science to a garden, but you can connect every part of curriculum to the garden. And it's a wonderful way to do it. It's um, not only do children learn about where their food comes from, they learn how to be benevolent because many of these schools donate a lot of their produce to food banks in their communities. So it's just a great thing. I mean, yesterday I just read about a school who used a grant money to build a rainwater uh, retention area to water their garden. I mean, and that's a cool thing for middle school kids to be learning that water is important and that we can save it and we can use it again. Mm-hmm. So it, school gardens really, really are important, and we really hope that they continue to thrive in America. So those are just some of the stories you've heard back. Uh, oh, oh, there's millions. Million, <laughs> millions? Can we stay on all day? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing else going. Can, can we tell you about our trip to Ohio? Sure. Okay. So every year we take a trip called... Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, did I ever go to Ohio? Because they they have lots of fun kids in their schools. (laughs) Yes. We we take a trip called Seed Keeper Palooza every year. And last year we went to Ohio and we stopped at Legend Elementary School in Newark, Ohio. They were a Seed Keeper Project winner for 2015. Mm -hmm. And we planted beans with 300 children. And it was really, really cool. Really cool. The it kid, was epic. It was epic. Yes. Yeah. We told the story of Jack and the Beanstalk, which, in case you didn't know, is a 5,000-year-old story. And no, I did not it is. know that. It, it, we thank Shakespeare Man, for telling us. that's fee, an old joke. fee fi fo fum But we told this story, and there were kids sitting on the ground, and there was a little boy on the front row. He was a first grader, and we said, did you know that that story is 5,000 years old? And he screamed, epic, epic. That is epic. And we're right. You know what? That is epic. That is epic. All right. Well, if you want more information uh, about everything they're doing here, you just go to seedkeepercompany.com. There's... No space in between, right? No. It's Seedkeeper. Yeah, that's right. That's how you do a URL, right? Right. Uh, seedkeepercompany.com, all of that. And, and uh, um, you, you've even got the contest still going on for one more week. That's right. Go to our Facebook and nominate mm-hmm. your schools. Is that where you do it on the Facebook? On it's Facebook not... under comments. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. A face, nominate a school, and uh, they might win a big random prize. Right. And do not fret. Do not fret. If you missed your school this year, we will be doing it again next year. It will begin on January 30th of 2018. Oh, they will be and marking their calendars weeks, right now. And yes, you should. We will be reminding you because it is a great thing. Schools and, need recognition for the gardens and the work they're doing. And see uh, the Seed Keeper Company at the Chicago Flower and Garden Show. And by the way, the, the title, the full title of my talk on the 20th, 20th of March at 12.30 p.m. is everything you know about gardening is wrong, myths, misinformation, and well-meant but inaccurate advice from mom, the intertubes, and beyond. And if we could just say, please, please like Mike Novak on Twitter. And on Facebook. At Mike Now. The the Mike Novak Show on Facebook and at Mike Now on Twitter. Yeah, thank you for publicizing. I expect 100 more follows by the end of the day. And when you're done with that, go to NA Chicago and like us. And go to NA Chicago. There you go. Thanks, gals. It's always a... Oh, did you get a shot of the boots? While I'm reading the spot here, you get a shot of the boots, okay? And she's... uh... Yeah, you got to yes. get Carol, too. Yes. All right. Yes. Last week, I was making jokes about the weird warm weather in Chicago in February. However, mm-hmm. it's a serious thing if spring comes early and you're a pollinating insect. 
Where do you go for sustenance? The March-April issue of Chicagoland Gardening Magazine has a story about that very thing. Which plants will bloom early enough to keep those critters alive? We're talking about pansies and wild geraniums and even early blooming trees. Not this early, though, I hope. Then there's my column on the inside back page of each issue. Like me, it's a late bloomer, so don't expect a lot of sustenance from it. Chicagoland Gardening Magazine, a publication of state-by-state gardening magazines, on newsstands everywhere, or go to chicagolandgardening.com. If you're in other parts of the Midwest or the South, try one of the 21 magazines in those regions by going to statebystategardening.com or call 888-265-3600, 888-265-3600. We got 30 seconds. Anything else you want to get out before uh, uh, we disappear and I kick you out of the studio? By the way, I got uh, Chicagoland Gardening magazines for you, so grab those before you get out of here. So check us out on Twitter and Facebook and come see us at the Chicago Flower What's the Flower Twitter handle? Show. At Seed Keeper Co. And on Instagram, too, at Seed Keeper Go. Co. At Seed Keeper Co. Co. All right. Uh, coming up next, the One Earth Film Fest. Uh, a couple of directors. Stick around. Happy gardening. Celebrate local, sustainable, humane, and fair food at the Good Food Festival. Connect with local farmers and food producers. Learn from chefs like Rick Bayless and Paula Haney. Shop the Good Food Marketplace and enjoy delicious food in the Good Food Court. Entry to Saturday's General Festival is free this year with online registration. Good Food happens Saturday, March 18, at the UIC Forum in Chicago. Visit goodfoodfestivals.com. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? That's never going to happen at Organic Roots Eco Salon. They use only the safest, most natural, professional hair care products available to make sure you get exceptional color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins ordinarily found in hair color, perms, and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots offers non-toxic, vegan-friendly nail services. They've also just introduced a complete menu of natural hair care services for textured hair of all lengths. And how many salons do you think repurpose hair clippings, recycle product containers, and use LED lighting. Walk into 21st century hair care for women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at organicrootsecosalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty. You no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. Don't miss more than 20 breathtaking gardens from top designers at the Chicago Flower and Garden Show presented by Mariano's March 18 through 26 at Navy Pier. Enjoy the huge marketplace, cooking demos, kids' activity garden, and more. On Monday, March 20th at 1230, attend Mike Novak's free seminar, Debunking Garden Myths, and see Mike and Peggy broadcast live from the show on 1590 WCGO on Saturday, March 25th from 10 to noon. Go to chicagoflower.com. That sound you hear is my time machine letting me know it's time to return to our own world. This is your talk, WCGO. Hang on. The dog days are over. The dog days are done. Everybody sing. No, 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 don't take it out. Bring the music up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Because I, I knew Peggy uh, was going to start singing and dancing. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mike Novak Show on 1590 WCGO. Do you want to give away some ticks? I guess we can do that. Yeah. Okay. We've L- got, quick. we have tickets for the Chicago Flower and Garden Show. Uh, two tickets, good anytime, March 18th through 26th at Navy Pier to the fifth caller. No questions, no nothing. Fifth caller at 847-475-1590. Fifth caller, 847-475-1590 is going to get two tickets to the Chicago Flower and Garden Show. And speaking of shows, starting next week on the 3rd of March, the One Earth Film Festival ramps up again. Uh, It has got a lot going for it. Let me get my cheat sheet here because it has a lot of venues and a lot of films. And, of course, I've lost it. It was right here in front of me. Oh, come on, Michael. No, I, I totally. I'm like, oh, good dream. gone. It's gone. There are 31 films and 
47 locations, I believe. Yeah, something. <laughs> I've got it on my, my website, so maybe that's where I should go. I should just... Uh, in, in the city, on the North Shore, on the west side, in the west suburbs, and on the south side. Everywhere. Everywhere. Here we are. 31 films, 47 screening Was events. Was right? Yes, you were. Very... Give yourself a... You got a ding. Uh, 39 venues, um, and uh, in a change, the festival is now two weeks long. Ooh. It used to be they crammed it all in a weekend. Now you've got more opportunity. Uh, and one really cool thing, the Fest has added a virtual reality experience called Under the Canopy, uh, Conservation International's short film that takes viewers on a guided tour of the Earth's most biodiverse ecosystem, the Amazon rainforest. It's going to be... It's having its Midwest premiere at the One Earth Green Carpet Gala on March 3rd. So if you go to my website, MikeNovak.net, go to this week's show. All the link is there, or you can go right to OneEarthFilmFest.org. And I've never seen a, uh, a virtual reality. reality. I've never, never been in one of those deals so no, I, I haven't either so all right let's go right to the phones here uh, we have a couple of people on hold right now who are part of the festival because they are directors uh, one of them is uh, Gwendolyn Cates the director of the good mind Gwendolyn are you with us yes I am hello hi and I know it's a little tricky with you because you're uh, in a car right now on the way to the airport yes I'm I'm in a car heading to Bismarck I just left uh, Standing Rock, where I've been all week. Right, and that's and, and that's one of the reasons. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show, uh, because you have been at Standing Rock as they dismantled the camp um, and arrested yes. some people. Uh, and I and I'll have you talk about that in just a second. But I want to get Catherine Zimmerman on the line here too, the director of Hometown Habitat: Stories of Bringing Nature Home. Catherine, are you with us? I am. Hi, Mike and Peggy and Gwendolyn. Good morning. Uh, it's, Hi, good morning. It's so great to have you both. I'm going to go right back to Gwendolyn, uh, and just very briefly, before we get talking about the Film Fest, tell me a little bit about being at the camp this week as it was being dismantled. It was a, it was a really tough week. It was very, very emotional and sad for everyone here. I've been coming out um, to Standing Rock since I first arrived uh, September 5th, and I've spent a great deal of time here um, since then. So uh, this week was really very emotional. Um, yep. Uh, how many? Do you know how many people got arrested? I believe it was 45 people, uh, but I, I'm not positive about the final tally, whether it was 45 people arrested on Wednesday or whether that includes the people arrested on Tuesday, because uh-huh. there were like seven people arrested on, on Tuesday, so um, journalists were arrested, by the way. On uh, Wednesday, there were two journalists who were arrested. For doing what? And <laughs> for just being there, even though they were, it was very clear that they were journalist well you're you're a journalist and uh, you're a filmmaker uh, so in a right. sense you're you're a journalist um, why is it you were not arrested arrested uh, uh, so uh, uh, when yeah. I saw the Humvees line up begin to line up on the highway on highway 1806 I uh, started walking towards the south gate and and got a ride out of there uh-huh okay yeah well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, and one more question before we get to films. Um, what, how would you characterize the feeling in the camp? Uh, would you say it was defiance? Would you say it was sadness? Would you say it was res- resignation? How would you characterize it? Sadness. Sadness. And, uh, you know, so many people were really heartbroken. But on... No, I'm sorry. On Wednesday, um, I walked out with the prayer walk, and that was just a very beautiful, very powerful way to leave. Um, There was a pretty large group that decided to leave uh, singing, and um, so that was, was powerful. All right. Now, you are a filmmaker 
filmmaker in one of your films, The Good Mind, is showing at the Warner Film Festival starting on March 3rd. Um, and it is also about Native Americans, the Onondaga tribe. Uh, can you give us the, uh, the elevator speech on your film? Absolutely. And first of all, I would, I would say, you know, the, the Onondaga, the Onondaga Nation, they are a sovereign nation. They never accepted citizenship. In fact, in 1924, they wrote, the Traditional Council wrote a letter to Calvin Coolidge, who was the president at the time, uh, saying, you know, thank you very much for the offer of citizenship, but we're good. We're already citizens of our own nation. So to this day, they, they have a traditional council, and they, have, um, they do not uh, have U.S. citizenship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And briefly, what is that film about? The film is uh, zooms in on, on uh, the Canandaigua Treaty that was made with George Washington in 1794 and how land was stolen by New York State after, uh, after that. And then, and it again zooms in on, on their sacred lake, Onondaga Lake, uh, which was became a super fun site event, eventually, environmental degradation. There are a lot of parallels to what's happened here at Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. And so they uh, brought a case against the U.S. government and New York State um, in an effort to regain environmental sovereignty over their ancestral lands. And ultimately, the Supreme Court declined to hear the case. Uh, let's go to uh, Catherine Zimmerman, uh, who is the director of Hometown Habitat, Stories of Bringing Nature Home. Uh, I got a chance to, uh, to view that, and I appreciate that, Catherine. Uh, and it stars um, Doug Tallamy, uh, who has who's become kind of an icon in the uh, native, I mean, I mean natural world. Um, and has is sounding the alarm for the loss of habitat, loss of species. So you basically take what he has to offer and you illustrate it on film. Um, and uh, tell us a little bit about working with Doug and putting these stories in your film. Well, working with Doug is, is always a pleasure. Um, we've been working together Oh, he worked with me on my last project about reducing lawn and in favor of natural habitat. And uh, in this case, we took his research and uh, we really tried to explain why native plants are so critical to vital functional ecosystems. So the first part of the film is really just answering some very basic questions. And Doug is so really tuned into conveying that message to people in a way that's really easy to understand. It's not judgmental. It just lays out the scientific facts uh, and coupled with film and great shots of birds and bees and butterflies doing their thing in the healthy habitats, uh, we try to really give people a basic understanding of uh why this is so important. Because most people don't know the difference between a native plant or a non-native plant or why that really has any bearing on a healthy ecosystem. Uh, and then after we really lay out the uh, scientific ideas behind what his research is all about, uh, we go around the country and we look at some models of uh, communities that are really taking these notions and really bringing nature back to their hometowns. You know, one of the things he says in the film, and you, you talk about how he clarifies this and makes it easy for people to understand. He says, right towards the beginning, he says, we have preserved about 5% of natural areas in the United States, which means we're going to have 5% of the species. That's what you can expect. And that's just remarkable when, when that is said out loud. I think there are a lot of sort of aha moments in the film, uh, particularly when you find one of the ones that really uh, hits home with a lot of people is when they understand that for uh, a clutch of chickadees to be 
fledged, it takes between six and 9,000 caterpillars. And wow. as Doug lays, yeah, it's just like, where do those guys come from? Where are they? Yes. Well, they're not, they're not in your landscape if you don't have native plants because right. about 90% of our species specialize on a particular plant or a family of plants. So it's critical that we plant in the iconic uh, monarch butterfly is the example most people know now. I, I know five years ago, most people didn't know that there was a connection between uh, the monarch and the milkweed plant. Right. And now I talk to people and almost everybody knows it. So it's getting out there, but it's, it's true of many more insects uh, than just the monarch. Well, so we I- have to be tuned into planting the right plants. Yes, you do. And unfortunately, we're out of time. Man, this just went way too fast. Uh, but oh. I want to let folks know that they can go to oneearthfilmfest.org. Thank you, Gwendolyn Cates, director of The Good Mine. And I see it's Saturday, March 4th at 3 p.m. at University of Chicago. You've got a, a bunch of showings, uh, Catherine Zimmerman, uh, Hometown Habitat, Stories of Bringing Nature Home. Again, thank you both, and uh, have a wonderful weekend. It's the Mike Novak Show on WCGO, Chicago's Smart Talk. Rick DeMaio Weather, coming up next. Stick around. Captain's log, stardate 42326.1. The Enterprise is under attack by an apparently hostile life form. Mr. Wolf, status report. They appear to be perambulating vegetables. We are being stalked by stalks of asparagus. That is incorrect, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Data, be more specific. Asparagus officinalis, or killer asparagus, was the subject of a very popular 21st century tome by the brilliant author Mike Novak. Mike Novak. I'm familiar with his work. Of course. Attack of the Killer Asparagus is required reading at Starfleet Academy. Tell me more, Mr. Data. He has been variously compared to Mark Twain, Dave Barry, and Gwynok of Ninglador. Captain, shields are failing. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Data, options. Captain, it seems to be available online at aroundtheblockpress.com. What do they have to say? Hmm, it appears that Mike Novak is a slapstick every gardener, taking all our self-delusions, mishaps, and confusions, and playing them for big laughs. That's not very helpful, Mr. Data. No, it is, however, highly accurate. Enjoy local food all winter long at Winter Farmer's Markets, hosted by 12 different Chicagoland houses of worship on select Saturdays and Sundays from now through March. Your purchase of local, sustainably produced food helps support regional farmers. The markets are organized by Faith in Place, a nonprofit which inspires people of diverse faiths to care for the earth through education, connection, and advocacy. For a market schedule and to learn more, go to faithinplace.org. Chicagoans use your blue carts to recycle. Bottles, flattened boxes, jugs with the lids on, tin and aluminum cans, juice cartons, and mail. No plastic bags, including store bags, no greasy pizza boxes, styrofoam, disposable coffee cups, light bulbs, napkins, electronics, or shredded paper. Put your items loose in the blue cart and not in a plastic bag. Visit RecycleByCity.com Chicago and let's make Chicago beautiful and green. Your talk. This is your talk. Only on 1590. Your talk. WCGO Evanston, Chicago. Here we come. Here we go. We got a rock, 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 rock. Easy come. Easy go. Now we on top. Feel the shot. Body rock. Rock and don't stop. Rock and rock. Get that one. Up and down. Okay, we're <laughs> don't kill yourself I, over there. I am getting exercise here today. This is good. Uh, Rick DeMaio, uh, meteorologist Rick DeMaio, is on the phone with us. How you doing this morning, Rick? Uh, good, Mike and Peg. Boy, that, that was a nice short spring, wasn't it? Holy smoke! Yeah, and I'm looking at the <laughs> photos you sent me of the the hail. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that, that's. Did you take that? Yeah, I took that. That was out my um, window, looking into my. Uh, entrance into my building up here in Evanston, and I don't think I don't think I've ever had to um, say this statement, Mike and Peg. Uh oh, I'm really upset about the one-inch hailstone hmm? that crushed my crocuses in early February. No, <laughs> no, holy! Think sp- about that. Yeah, think about that. Crocuses coming out of the ground. I shouldn't say early February, but uh, yeah. uh, late February being crushed by one-inch hail. That's All unbelievable. Of those things, 
that, that shouldn't happen. No. That's not supposed to happen. That should not that, happen. Nope. Like, uh, like, that's almost like Kramer on Seinfeld looking at something and go, like that. Like, you know, it's not <laughs> supposed to happen. Um, I, I got it. By I got the way, I just, by the way, real quickly, yeah, go ahead. Uh, just just to kind of just to kind of piggyback on your conversation uh, about the Keystone Pipeline. By the way, excellent work I think on you getting that person um, on the phone. And there's there's a lot of misinformation out there. I think people have to be really careful about if they read something, they make sure that it's coming from a source that's mm-hmm. not skewed to one side or the other. Fake news. So if you see something that's Whoa! No, 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 no! This isn't fake no, news. No, I know. You know, Yeah, if it, if it says the Dakota Access Pipeline is not on the Standing Rock Tribe, uh, true, it's not on their land, but it's just north of their land by a couple hundred yards. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's going to be underground. It's not going to affect their water supply. Not true. We don't know that. Okay, it could actually break, and something could occur where it's gonna it's gonna um, you know maybe spoil or. Or do something well, to the one thing we know about pipelines is they leak. That That's right. a given. Mm-hmm. They always leak. Right. And, yeah. it, and the other part of it is going to the Olagawa uh, Reservoir in Nebraska, which we know continues to shrink. Um, and what happens if we have to do something or have to go further down? So I just want to make sure that people understand that if you're getting some information from a source, make sure you, you click on the About Us. And if it's coming <laughs> from, say, you know, the, 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 the Army Corps of Engineers or the Department of Infrastructure related to North Dakota, they're clearly one side of this. So I just want to make sure that people kind of read the fine print before just reading the big headlines, particularly well, well, when that, you see it on Facebook on the web. I, you know, I do that all the time, and, and sometimes it mm-hmm. works the other way because I get these breathless right. breathless emails that say, we've mm-hmm. solved the, the problem with the bee, right. bee loss, and it's all pesticides. And you go, right. no, that's right. not right. true. Right. It's habitat loss. It's, it's, it's parasites. It's 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 uh viruses it's it's all kinds of different things that are involved it's very complex and you talk to any scientist but so whenever you get something in the mail or an email and it has mm-hmm. a real simple answer to the, the problem <laughs> right. ignore right. it if right. it's too good to be yeah. true it can just ignore right. it you know right. I'm, I'm trying to point out that i want people to and, and i think you mean the same thing rick you need to be uh, a little bit of a citizen scientist you need to yeah. look at the yeah. sources Absolutely. and compare mm-hmm. sources and make sure you right. get the right information right yeah the, the, there's a lot of stuff out there that you need to be aware of so i i ask you this mike yeah how nervous are you about what has been going on Relating back to, you know, what happened around here in March 2012 when we had literally all the trees and bushes and shrubs and plants, and I, and I called them the stupid flies because they were only about halfway out, but they were still trying to fly around. That was in March 2012. We're, 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 we're a month ahead of that. Now, yeah. granted, we can go back into a cold pattern. We did. It looks like we're going to stay cold. But back then in March 2012, a lot of people don't realize it, but we lost a tremendous amount yes. of fruit trees both in wisconsin and michigan yeah, how scared crop. are you that there's yeah cherries and how, how scared are you that things have begun to bud out and the crocuses are beginning to show up well remember the old days uh in the newsroom and you had the teletype and if uh, a big story came across it would the the number of bells would tell you how big a story right. it was <laughs> all right here's what i got to say about that yeah right <laughs> uh this is a five alarmer okay <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, the same thing. The same thing with the weather wire. It would have that constant sound, and all of a sudden, before a severe weather warning came out, it would go tick 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 ding 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 ding. ding. Yep. Everybody would run over. <laughs> you to do the that machine. quite well, Rick. <laughs> We're going to save that sound effect. I want that sound effect. Uh, but this is how. Yeah. Uh, and and the other thing that's happening here, as you, you say, we're going to stay in a colder pattern. Um, but mm-hmm. I saw that yep. there were going to be fifties next mm-hmm. week. Though, is that true? Are you predicting? I, you know, I think we'll probably get into the 50s for, you know, maybe Tuesday. Okay. Uh, you know, that's that's probable, but I think we go right back in the colder weather. Yeah. Um, usually, we, you know, we hold off on the last 30 seconds of the show to talk about extended weather, but I think it's important now to get right into it because I think we're probably going to see some significant amount of cold and snow around here Wednesday night uh, and into Thursday and then possibly get into a series of clippers. Uh, those are the storms that kind of move quickly out of areas of southwest Canada Friday, Saturday, um, and then probably get back right into another warm pattern um, the beginning of next weekend. So, 
now we're into a highly variable pattern, which is probably good. This is what you typically get around here in March. But I'm, I, I wanted to ask you this. Even if the crocuses are two inches, maybe two and a half inches up out of the ground, um, are they okay? Are some of the trees that have begun to bud, are they okay? If if they can slow down and, you know, it kind of depends where they are in the process. Um, okay. Because uh, right. I've, got, I've got buds on my daffodils coming up and big juicy mm-hmm. buds. They could get zapped if it gets cold enough uh, because they okay. they have formed. But it's also mm-hmm. possible right. that it'll just get cold and they'll just hang in there and then they'll open uh, after it gets warm enough again. Uh, it's really, you know, like 2012. We don't know until we see it. We don't, right. you know, but, now as, but, as and, and I'm going to say something that uh, Peggy mentioned earlier is the way you protect those plants right now is mulch them. If you've got leaf mulch, throw that on there. Even if, you know, if mm. you've got some wood chips, uh, you can lightly cover them, uh, do that. You know, don't, don't kill them, you know, with wood. That's why I say <laughs> leaves are going to be better right. because it's going to provide a, a cover and it's not going to damage the plant. Uh, but if you can, that might be one way to preserve them right now. But I don't but know, Red. I know, but, but let me ask you this. Will two days of mid to upper 50s, close to 60, push it even further because they've already gotten a start? It might. It might. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, because they've already started. I mean, it, this idea that we're, what we had five or six days in a row of the 60s, that mm-hmm. was not good because it got the process no. going. No. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and, you know, the Flower and Garden Show is, what, a month away? I'm sure you're going to get a lot of questions relating to this. So this is like really uncharted territory. Isn't yeah, it? It's, it is. Almost, it's, it's exciting, but it's almost scary. It it's is. Like I, I'm terrified time. myself. Okay, <laughs> yeah. just letting you know. And and, and the and the gals in the room are nodding March. as well. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not March. It's freaking February. Yeah. And 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 I and I say that because even my Mike myself and probably three or four other people who are you know really good long range forecasters we're all shaking our heads going what? I yeah. mean, there's actually flood advisories now for northern New York and northern New England, not because of heavy rain, but because the 30 and 40 inches of snow that they got last week is melting. Oh, my goodness. Due to the fact that places like Albany and Boston have had all-time record highs. Okay, you got um, you got about 10 seconds for a forecast, though. Talk <laughs> fast. Talk fast, mister. Snow today and a little bit of rain tomorrow. Snow on Wednesday, much warmer next week. How about that? Okay. All right, and we might have two hours next week, so we'll see you then, all right? Sounds good, Mike. All right. Thanks, Rick. Uh, our thanks to meteorologist Rick DeMaio, uh, Carol Neese, and Carrie Rosenthal from the Seed Keeper Company, uh, Gwendolyn Cates, and Catherine Zimmerman, whose films are appearing at the One Earth Film Festival, and all of you for listening. Until next week, you can join in, gals. Go green or go, go home. home. Woo. Stadler? Yeah, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much. Have you ever started vegetable seeds indoors and imagined the lush, gorgeous seedlings you'd plant in your garden just to be disappointed with the straggly small plants that actually grew? You're a candidate for the Happy Leaf LED Grow Light. It's five times more powerful than a T5 fluorescent bulb T5s only start seeds and support some growth. But the Happy Leaf Light is an all-purpose LED with precisely tuned red and blue spectrums that allows the full range of plant growth. But if it's so good, why is it priced at just over $100? Well, selling directly to consumers allows Happy Leaf to price this within reach of the serious gardener who's seen grow lights that cost several hundred dollars. With the Happy Leaf LED, say goodbye to spindly tomato stalks forever and say hello to strong, lush plants that will make you the envy of the neighborhood. Find out more about Happy Leaf LED Light at happyleafled.com or call 815-414-2209. Happy Leaf, it's about the light.